Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from. Welcome to Inspired by the Word Global Times of Devotion. First of all, I'd like to use this opportunity to thank esteemed Sister Makama for this opportunity to lead in this session of intercessory prayers. Esteemed family, today, our prayer focus, we are praying for the prosperity of the church to provide relief to many nations and amidst the current inflation, droughts, and food shortages. So we pray fervently in tongues using the scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8 in the Amplified Classic Version. It reads, And God is able to make all grace, every fever, and earthly blessings come to you in abundance, so that you may always and under all circumstances, and whatever the need be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support, and furnish in abundance, and thanks for every good work and charitable donations. So we pray fervently in songs with the scripture for the prosperity of the church all over the world, that members of the church are above the systems in the cities and countries they live in and are unperturbed by any form of economic downturn. Esteemed family would declare that we live in super abundance every second and every day as we continue to establish the kingdom of God in the hearts of men before the rapture of the church. Esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from, kindly unmute your mic and intercede fervently for the church of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. We intercede today for the prosperity of the church all over the world. That members of the church will come to the full knowledge that they are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That as righteousness, as righteousness of God, we produce fruits, fruits of righteousness. That we produce money, fruits wherever we are. No member of the church will lack or have any sort of need. All our needs are supplied. All our needs are supplied. We live in super abundance in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We use money to hijack the plans of the deep state. The church is marching forward from glory to glory. We buy up all the companies. 
we buy up all the big franchises, all the big companies for the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Members of the church, we continue to live in super abundance, super abundance. Our wealth are incalculable. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for an answered prayer. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Once again, I'd like to use this opportunity to thank esteemed Sister Makama for this opportunity to lead in this session of intercession prayers. I also want to thank the prayer team for this opportunity. Esteemed family, thank each and every one of you for availing yourselves once again to intercede for the Church of Jesus Christ all over the world. God bless each and every one of you. And I love you also dearly. Right, so we are hand over to to the praise and worship team. Thank you, esteemed family. Enjoy every aspect of the devotion. And he stands for evermore. The heavens and the earth shall pass away, but your word never fails. Lord, your word is enough. And he stands for evermore. The heavens and the earth shall pass away, but your word never fails. From generation to generation. You are consistent in your faithfulness. This is the basis of my confidence. Lord, your word never fails from generation to generation. You are consistent in your faithfulness. This is the basis of my confidence. Lord, your word never fails. Lord, your word is powerful. Is the anchor for my life. All that I am, I find in your word, your word, my everything. 
Lord, your word is is the anchor for my life. All that I am, I find in your word, your word, my everything. From generation to generation, you are consistent in your faithfulness. This is the basis of my confidence. Lord, your word never fails. Thank you, Heavenly Father. This is the basis of our confidence. Your word never fails. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Our confidence is in your word. We stake our lives on the word. It never fails. Generation after generation, you are the same. You are consistent. Consistent in faithfulness, consistent in your word, consistent in your ways, consistent in your will. We worship and adore you. Glory to your name forevermore. Amen. Praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Ashton family. Welcome to another time of devotion where we are inspired by the word. Today is Sunday. It is the 17th of September, 2023, and it's a beautiful day for us. Praise God. God's awesome gift to all is the title of today's devotional article. The devotional article is on your screen and we can go through it together. And it shall come to pass in the last days, said God, I will part my spirit upon all flesh. Act 2 and verse 17. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Glenis. Thank you, Sister Tina. Did you know that the Holy Spirit is God's glorious, gracious, and awesome gift and blessing, not just to us Christians, but to the whole world? The blessing of the Spirit was to be poured upon our flesh. No one in the world could believe in Jesus Christ without the conviction of the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit who opens the eyes of men to the gospel that we preach, as he did with Lydia in Acts 16 and verse 14. In 1 Corinthians 12, 2 and verse 12 says, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us through him. We know the blessings that are freely given to us by God and enjoy them. He sees to it that we walk in the reality of our divine heritage and heavenly blessings. It also takes the Holy Spirit to give you the understanding of God's word. Howbeit, when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. John 16, 13. He unveils the secrets and mysteries of the kingdom to you and says to it that you are not deceived, but are walking in truth. It takes the Holy Spirit for you to know that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. There's no, hum there's no way human reasoning can figure out the divinity of Jesus. It takes the Holy Spirit to help you understand and accept the virgin birth of Jesus Christ, his sacrificial death, his triumphant resurrection, and his glorious ascension. Only the Holy Spirit can convince you that the blood of Jesus Christ was adequate for our salvation. Without the Holy Spirit, there's no way we could ever, we could have ever known and be able to walk in the reality of that truth. There's no human parameters for deciphering such realities. So when you accept these truths about Christ and the gospel, Understand that the Holy Spirit has ministered to you. Hallelujah. Become more conscious of the impact, the blessing, and the glory of having the Holy Spirit live in you. He's one of the extraordinary cardinal gifts and blessings of God to us. Recognize and encourage his ministry in your life, and you will walk in dominion. Hallelujah. And victory always. Glory to God. Praise God. You know that um, 
for those of us who who have been on this journey for a while the ministry of the holy spirit is something that we have come to study and to understand we understand his person we understand his ministry we understand his place in our lives we understand his reason on or why he's here on earth and what he came to do and we're able to take advantage of our relationship with him and what he can do in us by us or through us praise god it matters that um you know this we get to know the holy spirit for ourselves it does matter you know um um it was was it two days ago in i think it was in the sons of god one of the messages and then pastor was reminding us how that um it it took the holy spirit for jesus to offer himself as a sacrifice everything that jesus did he had to do by the holy spirit remember that it was at the baptism and then you know the bible talked about how that the spirit came upon him descending upon him as with like a dove and that um it was after then that his ministry really started so until jesus christ received the holy spirit he couldn't start ministry if the lord jesus had to receive the holy spirit to live his life to the full to start ministry it's impossible for anyone to fulfill purpose without the Holy Spirit. It's one thing to find purpose. It's another thing to fulfill purpose. You must walk every day conscious of the fact that you have someone. He's there to help. He was sent to help. He was sent to make you all that God planned for you to be. To ignore him is, 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 is to say that you are not ready to be all that God planned for you to be. To ignore the Holy Spirit is to reject God's plan for your life, God's purpose for your life, God's calling upon your life, God's assignment for your life, because he's the one that begins and finishes it all. The person of the Holy Spirit, so much, if you remember the books, the Holy Spirit and you, um, seven things the Holy Spirit will do in you, seven things the Holy Spirit will do for you, the seven spirits of God, and then of course all the series of messages that we that we listened to so much about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. You cannot have that knowledge and not walk with the Spirit of God. You cannot have that knowledge. And you know, the most beautiful part is what happens when you really walk with Him. There's no disadvantage to the child of God who walks in sync with the Holy Spirit. You know, a lot we see in the book of Proverbs, how that, oh, he said there is him that um, foreseeth evil and hides himself. He said, but the simple, that is the ignorant, the foolish guy, he walks on and he's punished. He walks on, he goes on and he suffers the consequence. The Spirit of God is that spirit that causes us to understand seasons, to understand events, and to understand transactions in the realm of the spirit. We know what every moment is. We understand what's taking place at every moment. We are sensitive enough to know what we should be doing at every moment, what ought to be at every moment. And he's the one that helps us appropriate our inheritance. Remember Acts 20, 32, he says, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. And to deliver unto you your inheritance. There is a spirit behind the word. The word of God does not just operate on its own. There's a spirit that quickens the word. There's a spirit that makes it come alive. There's a spirit that makes it what it talks about in your life. There's a spirit that causes the word of God to come to pass in you. So without the spirit, the word of God is not... It, it, it doesn't... It, it, it's, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to use the right words. Without the Spirit, the Word of God does not function. Because it is that Spirit that makes the Word of God the Word of God. It's called the Word of God. So there is a God to the Word. And that Spirit of God is what goes with the Word to make it the Word of God. So you cannot even effectively live in the Word of God without the Holy Ghost. This is why... People can't successfully live the Christian life without the Holy Spirit. You will just be playing religion. There will be no essence to your Christianity. 
brothers and sisters, and this beautiful Holy Spirit of God has been given to us as a gift from God. He lives within us. He works with us. He works in us. He works through us. He works by us. And we can take advantage of his ministry in our lives and live our very best life. Remember the last paragraph. He said, become more conscious of the impact, blessing, and glory of having the Holy Spirit live in you. There is an impact that the, the Spirit of God in you should have. There is a blessing that you should experience because the Holy Spirit lives in you. There is a glory. I you know every time I see the word glory, I remember that glory is a synonym of money. There's a kind of money you should have because the Holy Spirit lives in you. It's one of the extraordinary cardinal gifts and blessings of God to us. Recognize and encourage his ministry in your life and you would walk in dominion recognize you know we've learned to check the word so you can check the word what does it mean to recognize what does it mean to encourage he says if we recognize and we encourage his ministry in our lives we would walk in dominion and victory always in what area of your life do you want to see dominion do you want to have dominion do you want to exercise dominion rather because you already have it in what area of your life do you want to see the victory that Christ gave you fully made manifest? Recognize and encourage the ministry of the Holy Spirit in your life, in that area, and you will see his dominion. You will see his victory. Praise God. Today is Sunday and we have a long day ahead. So we'll um, quickly take the devotion and get on to prepare for service. I hand over to Esteem Pastor Inya at this moment. God bless you. Thank you, Mark, for the Rapsodor Francis segment. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on where you are connecting from. Happy Sunday, praise God. We are going over to the Bible study segment for today's devotion, and I'll start with the further studies of the Rhapsody of Realities. Praise the Lord. How bit when he, the spirit of truth, give me a moment. First John 16, 13, how bit when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Acts 2, 38, then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remissions of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, and they of the circumcision, which believed we astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Please let's take the prayer, the confession together. Dear Father, I thank you for the awesome gift of the Holy Spirit in my life and I'm, I willingly follow his guidance to fulfill my destiny in Christ. Now, more than ever, I acknowledge his ministry and constant companionship and fellowship as he leads me in a deeper understanding and experience of the realities of the kingdom of God in Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion, and we are still in the book of Galatians, chapter 3. Praise the Lord. Caption, Christ in G trust in Christ, not the law. You crazy Galatians, did someone put a spell on you? Have you taken leave of your senses? Something crazy has happened. For it's obvious that you no longer have the crucified Jesus in clear focus in your lives. His sacrifice on the cross was certainly set before you clearly enough. Let me put this question to you. How did your new life begin? Was it by walking your heads off to please God? Or was it by responding to God's message to you? Are you going to continue this craziness? For only crazy people would think they would compete with their own efforts. That was, that was begun by God. 
if you weren't smart enough or strong enough to begin it, how do you suppose you could perfect it? Did you go through this whole painful learning process for nothing? Is it, it is yet not, sorry, I'll take that again. It's not yet a total loss, but it certainly will be if you keep this up. Answer this question. Does the God who lavishly provides you with his own presence, his Holy Spirit, working things in your lives, you could never, working things in your lives you could never do for yourself. Does he do these things because of your strenuous moral striving or because you trust him to do them in you? Don't these things happen among you just as they happened with Abraham? He believed God and that act of belief was turned into a life that was right with God. Is it not obvious to you that, that persons who put their trust in Christ, not persons who put their trust in the law, are like Abraham, children of faith? It was laid out beforehand in the scripture that God would set things right with no Jews by faith. Scripture anticipated this in the promise to Abraham. All nations will be blessed in you. So those now who live by faith are blessed along with Abraham. Who live by faith. This is no new doctrine. And that, and that means that anyone who tries to live by his own efforts, independent of God, is doomed to failure. Scripture backs this up. Utterly cost is every person who forced to carry out every written detail in the book of the law. The obvious impossibility of carrying out such a moral program should make it plain that no one can sustain a relationship with God that way. The person who lives in right relationship with God does it by embracing what God arranges for him. Doing things for God is the opposite of entering into what God does for you. Habakkuk had it right. The person who believes God is set right by God. And that's the real life. Rule-keeping does not naturally evolve into a living by faith. It only perpetuates itself in more and more rule-keeping, a fact observed in Scripture. The one who does these things, rule keeping, continues to live by them. Christ redeemed us from that self-defeating cost life by absorbing it completely into himself. Do you remember the scripture that says, cost is everyone who hangs on a tree? That is what happened when Jesus was nailed to the cross. He became a cost and at the same time dissolved the cost. And now because of that, the air is cleared. And we can see that Abraham's blessing is present and available for non-Jews too. We are all able to receive God's life, his spirit in and with us by believing just the way Adam received it. Praise the Lord. We've come to the end of today's New Testament reading. I'll say a big thank you to Sam Samaka for this opportunity. To have a prolific day, everybody. God bless you. And I love you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're connected from. <clears throat> I'd like to start by thanking the Simpsons Lamarca for this great opportunity to take us through the Old Testament reading of our one year Bible reading plan. Today we'll be reading the book of Songs of Solomon, chapters 3 to 5. Glory to God, chapter 3. <clears throat> Restless in bed and sleepless through the night, I longed for my lover. I wanted him desperately. His absence was painful, so I got up, went out and roved the city, hunting through streets and down alleys. I wanted my lover in the worst way. I looked high and low and didn't find him. And then the night watchmen found me as they patrolled the darkened city. Have you seen my dear lost love? I asked. No, sooner had I left them than I found him, found my dear lost love. I threw my arms around him and held him tight. Wouldn't let him go until I had him home again, safe at home beside the fire. Oh, let me warn you, sisters in Jerusalem, by the gazels, yes, by all the wild deer, don't excite love, don't stir it up until the time is ripe and, and you are ready. What's this I see approaching from the desert, raising clouds of dust, filling the air with sweet smells and pungent aromatics? Look, 
It's Solomon's carriage, carried and guarded by 60 soldiers, 60 of Israel's finest, all of them armed to the teeth, trained for battle, ready for anything, anytime. King Solomon once had a carriage belt from fine-grained Lebanon cedar. He had it framed with silver and roofed with gold. The cushions were covered with a purple fabric, the interior lined with tooled leather. Come and look, sisters in Jerusalem, O sisters of Zion, don't miss this. My king lover, dressed and gala and gallanted for his wedding, his heart full, bursting with joy. <laughs> Chapter 4, Caption, The Man You're so beautiful, my darling, so beautiful, and your dove eyes are veiled. By your hair, as it flows and shimmers, like a flock of goats in, a di in the distance, streaming down a hillside in the sunshine, your smile is generous and full, expressive and strong and clean. Your lips are jewel red, your mouth elegant and inviting, your veiled cheeks soft and radiant, the smooth, lithe lines of your neck command notice. <clears throat> All heads turn in awe and admiration. Your breasts are like fawns, twins of a gazelle, grazing among the first spring flowers. The sweet, fragrant curves of your body, the soft spice contours of your flesh, invite me and I come. I stay until dawn breaks its light and night slips away. You are beautiful from head to toe, my dear love, beautiful beyond compare, absolutely flawless. Come to me from Lebanon, my bride. Leave Lebanon behind and come. Leave your high mountain, hide way, abandon your wilderness seclusion, where you keep company with lions and panthers, guard your safety. You've captured my heart, dear friend. You looked at me and I fell in love. One look, one look my way and I was hopelessly in love. How beautiful your love, dear, dear friend. Far more pleasing than a fine rare wine, your fragrance more exotic than select spices. The kisses of your lips are honey, my love. Every syllable you speak, a delicacy to savour. Your clothes smell like the wild outdoors, the fresh scent of high mountains. Dear lover and friend, you're a sacred garden, a private and pure fountain. Body and soul, you are paradise. A whole orchard of succulent fruits, ripe apricots and peaches, oranges and pears, nut trees and cinnamon, and all scented woods, mint and lavender, and all herbs aromatic. A garden fountain, sparkling and splashing, fed by spring waters from the Lebanon mountains. Caption, the woman. Wake up, Nordwing. Get moving, Southwind. Breathe on my garden. Fill the air with spice fragrance. Oh, let my lover enter his garden. Yes, let him eat the fine, ripe fruits. Chapter 5. Caption. The man. I went to my garden, dear friend, best lover. Breathe the sweet fragrance. I ate the fruit and honey. I drank the nectar and wine. Celebrate with me, friends. Raise your glasses to life, to love. Caption, the woman. I was sound asleep, but in my dreams I was wide awake. Oh, listen, it it's the sound of my lover knocking, calling. Caption, the man. Let me in, dear companion, dearest friend, my dove, consummate lover. I'm soaked with the dampness of the night, drenched with dew, shivering and cold. The woman, caption, but I'm in my nightgown. Do you expect me to get dressed and bathe and in bed? Do you want me to get dirty? But my lover wouldn't take no for an answer. 
and the longer he knocked, the more excited I became. I got up to open the door to my lover, sweetly ready to receive him, desiring and expectant as I turned the door handle. But when I opened the door, he was gone. My loved one had tired of waiting and left, and I died inside. Oh, I felt so sad. I ran out looking for him, but he was nowhere to be found. I called into the darkness, but no answer. The night watchmen found me as they patrolled the streets of the city. They slapped and beat and bruised me, ripping off my clothes. These watchmen, who were supposed to be guarding the city, I beg you, sisters in Jerusalem, if you find my lover, please tell him I want him, that I'm heart sick with love for him. <clears throat> Caption, the curse. What's so great about your lover, fair lady? What's so special about him that you beg for our help? Caption, the woman. My dear lover glows with health, red-blooded, radiant. He's one in a million. There's no one quite like him. My golden one, pure and untarnished, with raven black curls tumbling across his shoulders. His eyes are like those, soft and bright, but deep set, brimming with meaning, like wells of water. His face is rugged, rugged. His beard smells like sage. His voice, his words, warm and reassuring. Fine muzzles ripple beneath his skin, quiet and beautiful. His torso is the work of a sculptor, hard and smooth as ivory. He stands tall like a cedar, strong and deep-rooted, a rugged mountain of a man, aromatic with wood and stone. His words are kisses, his kisses, words. Everything about him delights me, thrills me through and through. That's my lover. That's my man, dear Jerusalem sisters. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And that brings us to the end of the Old Testament reading. Thank you all so very much for making yourselves available. Thank you, esteemed co-hosts. Do have a prolific day, everyone. As I now hand over to the affirmation team. God bless you. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> God bless you, esteemed brother Emmanuel. Thank you for that. Esteemed family, right away, we'll go into the affirmation segment. The affirmation is on your screen. Kindly unmute your mic. Hallelujah. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that wherever we are and go in this great world, God the Lord has worked and they make happen for us. The 
Praise God. Okay, I would want the celebration team to quickly have the celebration segment so that we I can when I take the communion segment round of the meeting. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Essence Samaka, for the opportunity to handle this segment. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you're joining us from. So, please, if you're born today, or if there's anybody you want to celebrate today, please kindly let us know in the chat room. And also, if you're joining us here for the first time, please, we'd like to know you. Please kindly let us know in the chat room by telling us your name, the name of the person who invited you, and where you're joining us from. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Sister Jenny Francis says, Today is the birthday of my lovely friend, esteemed sis. Nubweze. Praise the Lord. Happy birthday to your friend. Um, Nam says, Today is my beautiful daughter's birthday. Her name is Boy. Happy birthday to your daughter. Praise the Lord. Are there any other birthdays, any other celebrations? Sister P says, Today is esteemed pastor, Excel, and his birthday. Happy birthday to esteemed pastor, Excel. Oh, hallelujah. Is any other celebrant in the house? Okay, I'm going to really prefer celebrants. Um, okay, Sister Debbie says, Sister Abigail actually from Lagos, Nigeria, invited by Sister Debbie. Welcome, Sister Abigail. Hallelujah. Malika Basi Bragos Thank you, Holy Spirit, for our celebrants and our first timer. In the name of the Lord Jesus, they are blessed in everything they do, they proliferate everywhere they go and the all ramifications of their lives. Yes, the word of God shines so brightly in their lives and they dominate and they excel in everything they do. In the name of the Lord Jesus, oh hallelujah. Thank you so much, Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Over to you, Ma. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Galonis. All right. Um, thank you to all the co-hosts who have handled different segments. Um, so at this moment, I want us to go through the um meditation brief for today. Today is day 17. And um the theme for today says blessed with harvest for all seeds sown. Blessed with harvest for all seeds sown. Do I have a giver in the house? Do I have someone who has been sowing seeds, someone who has been consistently giving? A scripture for meditation is Genesis 8 and verse 22. And in the in the is it the easy, the easy, yeah, the easy translation, it says that just a second. And I have the scripture up on the screen. As long as the earth continues to be here, the time for people to plant seeds will come each year. 
the time for harvest will come each year. And the, the word I want you to notice or the phrase I want you to notice is each year. It says each year there will be a planting season and each year there will be a harvest season. And it's not coincidental that this is the month of harvest. So this is your harvest season. And that's why you literally can make claims that every seed you have sown this year is harvest time. It's your choice. He said the time for harvest will come. Just as the time for planting seeds will come. And you know the beautiful thing? In the ministry where we are in, we are literally always planting seeds. There's really no time you go to your church and your pastor will now announce that says, eh, brethren, we are finished giving for the year. See, 31st night, you will give for 31st night service. <laughs> On New Year Day, you will start the year giving for the New Year service. There is something to give for in this our ministry consistently. If planting time does not end, harvest time cannot end. Harvest time cannot end. My harvest is always, and more so, this is my season of harvest. He said, the time for planting seeds will come each year. The time for harvest will also come. It will also come. And now is the time for harvest. And that's why in our say it 1,000 times a day affirmation, you can boldly declare today that I've soon, I've soon this year and I reap my full harvest this year. You know, 1,000 times, the first one, I'm reaching all good things. The second one, I've sown this year, and I reap my full harvest this year. I told you at the beginning of this journey, I said, calculate everything that you have given this year. Go back, check your records, calculate it, and then do a calculation of a hundredfold and then a thousandfold. There's a 30 and there's a 60, but my God gives full harvest. He said of Isaac, Isaac sowed it in the land and in the same year in the same year he reaped his harvest and it was a hundredfold for god blessed him that's the god that we're dealing with he gives a full harvest so my harvest is not going to be 30 my harvest is not going to be 60 i'm going for at least a hundred harvest and then there is the thousandfold harvest it depends on you what can your faith carry what do you believe what do you want as the seed of abraham the one to whom the whole world is willed a thousandfold harvest is possible it exists and it can be you. It can be your experience. Praise God. So if you check the channel, you see all the details of our activities for today. The book of Proverbs study, the message of the day, the song of the day, the epistle study portion of the day, the book reading portion of the day. And I don't know, has anyone been enjoying in, um, um, studying the book, Don't Stop Here? So much to learn. So much to learn from the book, Don't Stop Here. From Gilgal to Bethel, and now we're at Jericho. Who is at Jericho, or who is still at Gilgal, or who stopped at Bethel? You will not understand what we're talking about if you're not reading the book with us. There's so much to learn. So, you know, um, ensure that you are following us on this journey and you're having a great time. We have the channel link on the chat room. If you've not been um, um, in any of the groups, maybe you're joining us for the first time. Sister Abigail, welcome to the family. The links are on the group. Please join the channel. Also, we have our, our um, um, online spaces where we have all the different activities that we have on a daily basis, where we study the book of Proverbs, where we pray for the nations. The Even the, the devotional group itself, that's the first link on the list. You can join and... Um, Go on this journey with us and your life will never remain the same, sister. Sister Debbie says she has reached Jordan. Sister Debbie, I thought we were going together. We were in Jericho as at last night. Ah, okay, you have started your journey before we did the devotion. Okay, we shall meet you at Jordan. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So let's all endeavor that. Today is, is Sunday and I know that Sundays can be very engaging. We've talked about time management. Maximize every moment of your day, every five minutes, every 10 minutes, every 15 minutes, it counts. Do um, ensure that you're going through your tax. And then today, there's a global service with the man of God. He announced it two days ago at Rapperton. It starts at 9 a.m. GMT plus one. So ensure that you're headed to church and you are in church for the service because it's not going to be streamed on YouTube. It's only going to be streamed 
to the churches. So you have to be in church to participate. Praise God. Um, so knowing, um, apparently the, that means the 5 p.m. session for Rapaton today um, is likely not going to hold. Um, but if it, if it holds, of course, that means we're not praying at 8. But if it doesn't hold, which we'll know from this morning service, our prayers for the nations will continue. And um, today we continue in our journey to express our faith in the situations that we want to change. We said that seven days and that seventh day um, would um, lead us to, I think, the 20th of, of September, right? And we are unleashing our faith on matters that concern us and changing them in our favor. Praise God. Don't forget to submit your scorecards across the groups, um, as the case may be, especially for accountability partners. Praise God. Okay, brothers and sisters, today is your day of harvest. You have sown this year and you are reaping your harvest in the fall this year. Ensure that you have done your calculation of all your seeds sown. You have multiplied it by 100. You have multiplied it by 1,000. My own, I know it. It runs in the billions. So I'm expectant and I am insisting that I enjoy the fullness of my harvest. Because, you know, Pastor said something yesterday. He said, before, before you pray, God already answered. He already made provision for your answer. Your answer is already with you at the time of prayer. So I'm not praying for my harvest. I'm claiming my harvest because God, the God of the harvest, who is my shepherd and my best friend, you know, we can literally just take it on word for word as we have gone on the journey. The one who is the Lord of the harvest is also my shepherd and my best friend. We were meditating on it just a few days ago and we say that we have more than enough. You know, yesterday, Pastor was talking about super abundant harvest. How many of you remember explosive abundant harvest? That's a synonym. That's a, that's actually what it means. So it's not just abundant, it's super abundant, it's explosively abundant. So brothers and sisters, this is something that God has been talking to us throughout the month of August. We said it every day, explosive abundant harvest. We didn't come, <laughs> we didn't come this far to not enjoy the fullness of the blessings. So make up your mind that this September is going to be a September to remember for you. It's September to remember. You know, August was an August to remember for me. And this September, oh dear Lord God, super abundant harvest. And you know, the beautiful thing about harvest is that when harvest comes, you have more seeds to sow. So when you give, focus on your harvest. Focus on your harvest because with your harvest, you can give more seeds. You know, some people give and then they are still praying for more seeds to sow, more seeds to sow. Oh yes, God gives seeds to the sower. But when harvest comes, you don't have to be asking for seeds to sow. And the one who has sown seeds is entitled to his harvest. So I've sown seeds this year and I reap my full harvest this year. Not next year, not next two years. This year. This year, all seeds sown are harvested and harvested in full in the mighty and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's take the communion right now. Brothers and sisters, Bala Kusala Gaba, Shala Gaba, Ratada, Ila Bagaba, Sunte, Kretisa, Meledegebo, Sokotokoro, Bagashataya. I'll be reading from First Corinthians chapter 11 from verse 23. For I've received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body which is broken for you. Heavenly Father, I thank you. Thank you for this family that you that we have in you. Thank you for the inspired by the word family. Thank you, Lord, for how you've led us through the years, through the months, through the weeks, day in, day out. Lord, we worship and adore you. We give you praise. There's really none like you. You've led us in your word. You've led us by your spirit. And you've caused us to walk in the realities of your will and your way for us. Lord, we come for ministry programs and we hear words, the same things that you have 
told us. We hear things that you have trained us in. We hear you repeat to us again and again, again and again, words of life, words of bliss, words of greatness, words for prosperity and for success, words for dominion and for victory. And Lord, we are grateful. We are grateful, oh God, for the plans that you have towards us. They are plans of peace. They are plans of greatness. They are plans to give us beyond the future that we hope for. Lord, you told us that we should not just be, be okay with having enough. We should not even be okay with having more than enough. There's such a thing as superabundance. And by this seed, by this seed, by this seed, the seed of the communion, because it was a seed the sacrifice of christ was a seed to bet the seeds that you now have around the world today we are your children because of the seed that christ sowed by the virtue of his life as we break this bread lord we declare explosive abundant harvest we declare super abundant harvest of every seed sown this year lord every seed every seed none left out none missing none lacking none broken none wanting every seed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Break it and eat the bread. And verse 25, after the same manner also he took the cup when he had stopped saying, this cup is the new testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as he eat this bread and drink this cup, he did shoot the Lord's death till he come. Father, by the cup, cup of the new testament, sealed with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. Thank you for the life that you gave us, a life of superabundance, a life of superabundance, a life of exceeding abundance, a life of plenty in abundance, a life of absolute abundance, a life of unfathomable abundance, unending abundance, unfathomable abundance, fathomless abundance, inexhaustible, inexplicable, unbelievable, uncommon and unusual abundance. Dear Lord, I thank you for that one who is here, who had to gather and look for rent to pay. By this time next year, they will be giving people houses. I thank you for that one who had to look for school fees and ask different people, had to look for school fees to pay. By this time next year, they'll be paying fees for thousands of children. Lord, I said thousands. I thank you for that one, Lord, who just got out of a relationship so hurting, a relationship that was meant to work, but it turned out in the wrong way. It was painful. It was hurting. I thank you, Lord. Because, oh, shala gabarada gabaya. He said, when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, he said they were like them that dreamed. And then he said that the hearing testified. It was not the people that testified. The hidden, the unbelievers saw it and said this one was done by God. I declare concerning any situation in the house that has caused pain, that has caused trouble, any situation that is not of you, that has been inconvenient and has caused great has caused tears and hearts. That situation has turned around for good. And by this bread, by this cup, we declare that it is for good. It is turned around for good. It is turned around for good. It is turned around for good. From this day, the story has changed. From this day, it's a story of bliss. From this day, is a story of raining. From this day, is a story of greatness. From this day, is a story of celebration. From this day, is a story of rejoicing. That which caused them to cry will cause them to rejoice. And they will give praise to you, Lord. For it all worked together for their good. Thank you, Father. Even as we take this communion, that is the seal. We have entered into a season of celebration. Brothers and sisters, welcome to a season of congratulations. Welcome to a season of celebration. Get ready. Every time in this month, Rago separate telegavas shataya. 
every time going forward that people see you it will not just be good morning it will not just be good evening before they have the opportunity to greet you they will say congratulations before they have the opportunity to greet you the, the first thing that will come out of their mouth is congratulations because your testimony will precede your arrival your testimonies will go before your arrival People will call you to share your testimonies with you. Before, before you even hear about some of them, the world would have heard about them because there will be public announcements of congratulations and celebrations for you. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Yes, it is so. In the mighty and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Brothers and sisters, for that one giving an offering, your offering is blessed. Go ahead, send your offering to your churches. Um, if you join us for the first time, we give an offering every day, but we're not a church, so we don't accept the offerings here. So we send it to our several churches, as the case may be. So go ahead and give your offering in the mighty and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. These offerings are blessed having been sanctified by the Holy Spirit, made acceptable unto you, and in this immediate harvest, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Today is Sunday. Global service with Pastor at 9 is about two hours away. Get ready. Ensure you are in church in time and have a beautiful time in the presence of the Father. Praise God. Um, I want to believe that I've, I've made all the announcements and your day is blessed already. Remember, congratulations we perceive your arrivals your testimony will perceive your arrival it's a season of congratulations and a season of celebrations for you glory to the name of the lord hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord and we have come to the end of today's devotion and i would like us to unmute our mics as we share the benediction and the grace of the Christ, 